Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Keith Lee has explained his five-month WWE absence. We've got the real reason that Adam Page isn't on AEW All Out. I'm going to tell you why CM Punk doesn't watch WWE. And NXT talent are shocked that WWE turned down an AEW star. This is the news. It is the news. And for the second day in a row, we're in a gosh darn studio. What is the world coming to? Everyone get your second jab so we can do this more often. You, viewer, it's your fault. (laughs) It's your fault we're not here. (laughs) Let's uh, kick things off by talking about Keith Lee, who uh, through various channels, his Twitter feed, his uh, his YouTube channel, came through with a six-minute explanation video of his five-month WWE absence. It's been something he's been building up to for a while. He's mentioned it on social media. Sit down and have a chat with you guys, explain what's been going on uh because his, you know he was away from february to july and uh, he was off for a little bit in january as well and uh, a lot of questions surrounding the situation it's nobody's business to pry on the matter of course so uh i mean basically thank you keith lee for giving you your time and explaining the situation and running through everything so the first absence he had in january he explained he tested positive for covid19 he was sidelined for about three weeks that's why he was off tv and he credited Mia Yim, his fiance. Uh, she took time off to to look after him and help him through the situation and everything else. And and that ended up costing her her spot in the Royal Rumble as well, an opportunity at the Royal Rumble. Uh, a selfless act, really. Just uh, what a human being, yeah. indeed. Um, Keith was also quick to point out, like there was a lot of people when the situation happened, weirdos on social media going, Mia Yim, it's your fault and all of this stuff because there was talk of her coming into contact with people who tested positive and stuff. Uh, not the case. Don't blame me, Yim. If you did that, delete your account. And listen to Big Keith. Anyway, he came back to TV. He wrestled that one match with Riddle in February. Absent again for five months. What happened? An actual quote here. We fought death. Scary stuff, this. There was a heart issue that came up. Uh, Keith had some blood work done. Tess came back, said there was something wrong with your blood. He found out he had inflammation of the heart bunch of MRI scans uh, quite humorously explained how it was tough for him to fit in because he's so broad uh, into the machine and everything else but you know worryingly and this is the scary part of this he was told that you can't do anything physically beyond a light walk as there's a chance you might pass away that's terrifying stuff especially for a 36 year old professional athlete um he was on the verge of having some genetic tests done to kind of get to the root of the problem but thankfully as more scans emerged and he went through the process the inflammation calmed down it went away to the point he was cleared to compete and now of course he's back on wwe tv so yeah i mean you should really check out the video Uh, i've linked to it on the news report on our website from the heart stuff uh, a horrifying battle here for Keith Lee, but obviously good to know he's back in good health. 
back on television, ready to go again. And yeah, if you're a twat to me, I am on social media at the start of all this, you are a twat. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, the moral of the story. Um, but yeah, scary, scary stuff this. It still sounds like it's not fully explained, like you didn't know why this was happening, but yeah. just to be in that situation of like, oh my God, I don't know what's happening. If I go for more than a walk, I might Aye. just pass away. It just sounds absolutely terrifying. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, absolutely super glad that he's back to full health and back in wrestling doing what he loves. Uh, can confirm he's a very lovely guy when he came up for WCPW. Just a really nice guy. So yeah. good to see him back on his feet, back doing what he loves in wrestling. And yeah, hopefully this doesn't come back again. Yeah, man. Sounds terrifying. Uh, but moving over to AEW and the real reason that Hangman Adam Page is not on All Out, and it is because, well, he's taking time off to spend with his family because he just had his first kid. He hasn't had the kid. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is coming from PW Insider's Mike Johnson uh, saying that this was apparently always the plan. Uh, so they wrote him off TV with the big sort of 10-man match where he lost and then like lost his um, winning streak in the number one contendership and then the beatdown the following week that was to write him off TV and he's going to go off, he's going to spend some time being a dad and then come back at some point to reclaim the redemption arc of Adam Page whenever that may be but there's no word as of yet on when exactly that might be. Yeah, kind of explains the recent booking, doesn't it? Yep. I think a lot of people were very surprised, myself included, by the outcome of that 10-man tag but hey, the guy's, the guy's having a kid. Well, yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> What, what are you, you going to do? Some things are more important. <laughs> exactly. And it, we'll, we'll bounce around back to this and eventually we will get that big story where he wins the yeah. big one eventually. And it's just another beat down on the road of his um, redemption arc. So one last heartbreak, just, yeah, isn't it? Last story, I think, in the end. Yeah, absolutely. It's not like Tony Khan's going to sit there and go, hey, no, no, you can't have a kid. I need you for a title match. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. priorities. Or you've had a kid, now you're never getting the title again. <laughs> yes. You? See, see you later, my mate. plans. And speaking of priorities, one of CM Punk's priorities is not watching WWE. WWE, apparently. <laughs> um, we're going to talk a little bit about his interview of the Sunday Night's Main Event podcast, which was great. Like, there's, there's a really funny clip from it, if you've not seen it already, where he talks about the host, Jason Agnew, just straight up, straight up asks, are you going to be on uh, Chicago on the 20th? Are you going to be at the show on the 20th of August? And he's like, uh, let me check my calendar here. No, I think we're doing a screening of episode three of Heels in a, in a cinema. Of course you are, mate. Uh, <laughs> he knows exactly what he's doing. But his comments on the modern WWE product or what we're going to talk about today, they're not as spicy as you think they are, actually, given that CM Punk is... He's not shy, is he? He's yeah. not a shy guy. Um, he said the following. Uh, no, I had to watch it a little bit when I was an analyst for Fox, of course, on WWE Backstage. But, I mean, how do I say this diplomatically? Um, no. I think we've got some people who are super awesome and great in the ring, but, you know, nothing grabs me uh, to get me to want to watch. And he went on a little bit, saying, you know, I'm getting a little bit long in the tooth now. Uh, I'd rather uplift and show love to things I like rather than tear anything down. So, yeah, that's uh, very fair, I think. Very fair. I think a lot of people are probably in the same boat with the WWE product. A yeah. lot of people would come out and go, it's terrible, it's awful, I hate Vince and he's evil and all of this stuff. And, you know, <laughs> takes are flying all over the place, particularly at the moment. Um, but... I mean, people will be upset with that because it's someone who's not in WWE talking about not watching WWE. <laughs> yeah. But he was asked about it and he answered. So Absolutely. There you go. And I think that just that one line of nothing excites me kind of sums it yeah. up and sums up quite a lot of people's feelings about WWE at the moment as well. Um, so yeah, not as spicy as you might think from Punk in recent times. <laughs> He's not exactly hidden away from his feelings on WWE in the past. <laughs> Uh, but moving back over to AEW and Wheeler Yuta. Um, now this is coming from Fightful Select. It turns out he has recently had a WWE tryout 
but got turned away. Um, which is to the shock of at least three talents within the company. Um, so yeah, it came up as a surprise because he seemingly ticks a lot of boxes over for sort of the NXT brand. This was back in uh, May that he had the tryout. So he's like six foot, he's really athletic, talented in the ring. He's had a bit of TV training before for Ring of Honor and New Japan Strong. Good looking guy, yeah. kind of ticks a lot awesome. of boxes. Um, but no, he was turned away from the company and it's kind of seen as an indicator within NXT of the kind of changes that may be coming uh, within the future with all these rumours about Vince McMahon getting his little fingers all over uh, NXT but this seems like one of the first sort of the first indicators yeah. of where they may be heading with this turning down a guy like Wheeler Utah. but at the end of the day AW, uh, WWE's loss is AEW's gain and he's absolutely smashing it over there now he's obviously aligned with the best, best friends, friends and now he's in amongst things with Matt Hardy and things like that on TV so he's I think he's pretty much landed on his feet, to be probably, fair. Probably quite happy. Probably yeah. quite a happy guy. Uh, yeah. The interesting story, this, for sure, because he would have been a really great fit for what we knew NXT was until, like, last week, yeah. um, basically. And he's done a really great job in AEW as well. Um, yeah, not, not much to add on top of what you've really said there, but, like... For me, like AEW's use of like these indie guys has been really cool recently. Daniel Garcia is the obvious other one, uh, and I wonder if they'll continue that going forward. Just bringing these guys in from the indie scene who are you know developing, but but phenomenally talented for their age, and giving them a platform to show what they can do. It's really cool. Uh, it's a great way to bring people through and everything else. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Utah and Garcia can do just in wrestling in general. Because I'm a fan of both guys. Uh, but yeah, I I'm not surprised that the the, the roster are whoever else in NXT would be like why, why haven't we signed this guy he's, yeah. he's really good He's probably because he's not 7 foot 8 I yeah. guess he fits the old mould <laughs> for NXT not the new mould for NXT exactly now let's head over to today's Twitter questions I was going to say speaking of mould but that would be really rude I'm sorry <laughs> uh, <laughs> You could take the time out of your day yeah. to answer these questions <laughs> you mould <laughs> Let's get to one of these moldy qu- I'm joking, I'm only taking the piss. The first one here comes from Paul King, uh, who asks the following. Regarding Christian versus Omega, do you feel that years of bad WWE writing has led to fans uh, distrusting AEW anytime they don't do what the fans exactly expect? Uh, they have my trust folks on long-term stories and not anger the fans, but I get that not everybody feels the same. I think this is a really good point and touches on like a wider debate. A lot of folk, younger fans in particular, and this isn't shade or anything, it's just what you come through watching when you're younger, uh, will have only known WWE. If you're, uh, I don't know, like 25 years old, and you got into wrestling when you were six or seven, in America, WWE was the mainstream organization. There was no real competition. So people are used to the WWE way of doing things and think, hey, that's all wrestling. So AEW has had this job where they've had to recondition people that that's not the case. And with Christian Omega, I think that's particularly particularly relevant. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, a lot of people tar AEW with WWE's brush, which isn't 100% fair all the time. Like in uh, Ups and Downs with Miller, he has a thing where, like, obviously he has the counters for, like, distraction finishes and DQs and roll-ups for WWE, as it's said. Like, you can't do that immediately with AEW because WWE's been doing this for 25 years. They've kind of conditioned us yeah. into this thing where we never get clean finishes. And then AEW has one non-clean finish and everyone's like, why, why aren't you judging them the same? Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not the same. It's, it's no. not. They've been going for two years. WWE's been going for 40 or whatever, <laughs> and they've been doing it forever. Um, so yeah, you've got to give them 
their own space to live and die and away from what WWE always do. Absolutely. Uh, our second question today comes from Cy Hawks, who asks the following. Are we concerned that Punk might not be overly bothered with wrestling anymore and is just moving with AEW for the dollars? I don't think he's ever said AEW is exciting or even good since its inception. This concerns me because I want to see uh, a Punk who believes in the product. I think valid concern, I think. Uh, one that would be echoed by a lot of people, but... CM Punk strikes me as the guy who's never going to half-ass something. When he went into MMA, he trained Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for like a year or whatever with Duke Rufus. Um, he immersed himself in that world. He's just not the kind of guy I ever see mailing it in. So while the money's probably pretty nice, it's probably a pretty nice factor, I think he's going to be all right. Yeah, absolutely. I think like the MMA thing, he moved his family to a different state, exactly. bought a house near the training place so he could specifically train with this one guy. Like he threw himself all into it. And with the wrestling, yes, he has said that a tasty paycheck would help to bring him back, but he's also <laughs> always, always said that it's got to be the right creative and the right yeah. time and the right sort of stories as well. Um, so I don't think he'd come back just to half-ass it. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy yeah. who would be into that. He's probably got all the money he would ever need for the rest of his life now. Uh, I don't think it's all just about the money. So he's got to have his heart setting on, yeah. on it as well. Very proud guy, CM yeah. Punk. Very proud guy. And our final question today comes from Nathan Gonzalez. Bit of a lighter one here for a Friday. Uh, who asks the following. What are your favourite pizza toppings? Mm. Phil Chambers. Olives. Olives. I just love olives on pizza. Olives and sun-dried tomatoes, and you can be done all day, and that's it, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I'm, look, I'm a boring guy. I'm a boring guy. Uh, my philosophy is, when I go to... Philosophy? What a dope. Uh, when I go to a new pizza place that's got a good reputation, I like to try the margarita. I like to see if they can nail the basics. But beyond that, I'm a pepperoni guy, and I'm an Induya guy as well. I love that spicy, slammy paste. Mm. However, uh, famous, famously, what culture pizza trip one of the last few pizza trips we went to had Doritos on the pizza you'll <laughs> yeah, remember, remember that, that. and uh, <laughs> yep it was uh, absolutely atrocious so I, I had 10 things on my pizza that time which was also did. a mistake the slice you couldn't lift if I recall <laughs> yes. what an adventure also uh, as well, like, just as important as the topping is the dough though you've got to get the bread right Oh, absolutely. People underrate the, yeah. the dough. It's like, it, if the, the stuff on the top, if you've bought buffalo mozzarella and DOP uh, tomatoes, beautiful ingredients on the top, but you're eating it off cardboard. Yeah, ruins the whole thing. Get your act together. The whole thing. You can't just rate it on the toppings. Exactly. You can't use Hovis for a pizza base. Uh, and finally, we're going to go to a couple of wrestlers here, Aria Davari and Kevin Matthews, former Impact wrestler Kevin Matthews. Twitter exchange here. Davari had tweeted saying, uh, talking about Bill DeMott, that famously well-loved guy, um, calling, you know, Davari does the magic carpet ride, the top rope splash where he puts a carpet underneath him and flies off the top rope. I mean, it's Prince Amin's move. Let's not yeah. forget that. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Chats to Prince Amin. Uh, talking about how Bill DeMott didn't like him doing that. He called it indie BS. Uh, Kevin Matthews has quote tweeted that with a funny story about Kenny Omega saying the following. Bill also told Kenny Omega at Deep South Wrestling, WWE Developmental, uh, to not do any cool moves and work a body part. Omega worked his opponent's ass. <laughs> he won with an atomic drop off the top of the second rope. Uh, Bill said, so the body part you chose to work was, Kenny replied, the ass, Bill, the ass. So if there's ever in doubt, you know, if you're ever sitting there wondering about Kenny Omega's wrestling philosophy, psychology, everything else, he worked the ass. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. The thing about just how good a pro wrestler Kenny Omega was, even way, way back then, he's like, uh, with all that, he's like, yeah, 
F you, I'm going to work the ass, Bill. <laughs> yeah, screw you, Bill. Let us know. Actually, no, don't let us know what body part you... That would get really weird. That's not your pizza topic. Yeah, That's pizza. You, yeah. What, what do you like on your pizza? Do you like pepperoni? Do you like cheese? Do you like cats? Let us know down in the comments section below. Find us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Find Phil on Twitter at... <laughs> at PhilMyChambers. And find Andy at... Find me at Andy H. Murray. Uh, the H today stands for horn work, which means... Cuckoldry. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.